0: You're listening to the one of us.net podcast network.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Okay,
0: stop. That's enough. We are not being
1: sued by the Disney corporation. I'm the only one who isn't allowed to do it. Okay. <laughs> Well, because then you'd get us sued. That's fair. <laughs> They'd be like, what, a brown
2: guy did it? No, I don't think so. Like, you, have paid, you have played more than your two seconds allowed under the fair use clause. We
1: know what you've done. <laughs> brown yeah. guys are only allowed to
2: dig up pyramids in Indiana
1: yeah, you're, went,
0: you're only allowed to do it as much as Sala appears in this movie. That's
1: fair. <laughs> kind of, to be Isn't honest. It,
2: like, five
0: seconds. Five, hey, five seconds. Oh, wait, I mean, wrong, to okay. be
2: fair, Mike is as dark as Sala. It's just, it's not brown face. It's true. Let's be honest. I love Jonathan Reese davies but... Uh,
3: you know, hey, they got Antonio Banderas to balance
0: Isn't it out. Isn't John Cleese <laughs> Davis half like Middle Eastern or something like that? I thought he had a he's Welsh,
2: world. last I heard. Really?
0: Okay.
3: I did, yeah, well, but I hey, you know, he's,
2: he's the best Egyptian to come out of Hollywood since you know Sean Connery played a uh, Egyptian <laughs> in Highlander or
3: Elizabeth Taylor. Is so Brown, you know. I was about to say that was what I was thinking of, <laughs> or any of the Jets in the original West Side Story. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> I'm just saying historically
1: they've had a problem with this. Look. They let their people go.
3: (laughs) So I grew up
0: very much a big, big, like many people from Marco and my generation, a huge, like anything Spielberg touches, I will be involved in. And I remember specifically, there was a big marketing problem with the original Raiders of the Lost Ark because it wasn't selling you on either Lucas or Spielberg, which Lucas had done Star Wars, Spielberg had already done a bunch of great stuff as well. And you're like, why am I not feeling this like like or not feeling this a thing so i missed the first like two weeks this movie came out otherwise i would have been there opening night like i was for any given big geek movie of that era right but i didn't know and then it wasn't till like word literally word of mouth because hey kids there was no internet back then yeah we barely had phones
2: also you know (laughs) our our parents bought the tickets you know like i i miss raiders in the theater uh because I wasn't aware that it existed because, like you said, it was probably a marketing thing and it probably didn't skew young. It was like, from the guys who made, brought you Jaws and Star Wars, here's a 35-year-old man in a, in a hat. We also, yeah. we <laughs> how do you sell that to kids? We didn't
0: have any connection to the concept of like, archaeologist yeah. like exploring
2: tombs, <laughs> fighting Nazis. I'm like going, this and, sounds like a movie my dad would like, not want yeah, to And, and like. those early trailers, I don't think they even had the John Williams score yet. I a mean, lot of trailers didn't use know, their actual so, I mean, themes. It, it, it's one of those things that now it's so iconic, but it's hard to believe that there was a time when no one knew what this was. Well, I, I mean, it blew the back of my head out when
0: I
3: finally yeah. saw it. And it's so much like, better that Temple of Doom marketed off of their divorces, because that made <laughs> Chris really want to see it. It really did. <laughs> I mean, I will say straight up, Raiders is unquestionably
0: the best film of this series. Anybody who disagrees is just fucking wrong.
1: They're man. outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, you,
0: know, uh, you know, I mean, I think Last Crusade is an incredibly solid, well-made film, like on every level that... No matter how hard it tried or what it did, it's never going to be as good as the original. No, I
2: mean, the original is a 10 out of 10 instant classic. And, you know, I am that weird guy who actually thinks that the Raiders films, the Indiana Jones films, can be ranked just by listing them in released order. I I, I genuinely am that guy who likes temple of doom a little bit more not me that's a crazy
1: thing to say. i'm just saying, no
2: agree. no i i acknowledge it's pro it's problems because it's you it's wanted flawed. to Bone Willy too <laughs> no it has nothing to do with Willy. it's all the other things it does well short round then but i love short <laughs> round short round's the
1: best thing. and i He's love the that, best thing about that and movie. i love
2: the darkness of it i love that cr- i love that it's sort of a almost a gateway to horror that they've never really quite pushed that the, far that's the only
0: thing i'll say a temple of doom has over raiders is a better opening sequence and, and better opening
2: sequence and you Know what? A fantastic score, not the iconic Mm -hmm. score that they set up in the first. It's like you know you don't have the Star Wars score.
1: It's got a better climax. Is the other thing.
2: Empire Strikes Back has the better score. Yeah. It. I guess what we're saying is that these were some of the top guys in their field. Hitting it on all levels, top men, even top man, top <laughs> man, not, man. <laughs> nice. not not bottom man. That's <laughs> no. a different podcast. But yeah,
1: all... that's the alternate version of this movie. Me and Ben came up with outside. You,
0: you had Henry Jones and <laughs> the Dom Dom sub of Destiny. I mean,
2: think about <laughs> it. You, you had George Lucas, you had Steve Spielberg, Harrison Ford, John for Williams, and Industrial Light and Magic all at the peak of their powers. How do you capture that lightning in a bottle again? Yeah, I mean, they never really did. No. But there
0: were three films that were, like, good enough. Exactly. And then there was Crystal Skull, it's which fine. I was very yeah. deeply forgiving of when I originally saw it because it had been so many years since the last one. All I wanted was another Indiana Jones film at that point. Harrison Ford wasn't on his deathbed basically and I was like no he's still young enough he can we had on. the yeah. mummy
3: films to tide us over yeah, we really did yeah. and you know looking back at Crystal School it's a great reminder of why don't you don't let George Lucas really write the script anymore <laughs> that is actually yeah. <laughs> well when you
0: really look into the history of the writing of that script and how much Lucas kind of put his dick down and Spielberg just was exhausted and was like fine whatever mm-hmm. yeah look, there's, there's a, a lot
1: of interviews where Spielberg's just like I had nothing to do with half of this
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Darabont <laughs> like, has been like yeah I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you, man. Like, one of the few guys who just told George, like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, No, I mean, there was a
0: lot of people just throwing up their hands and giving up because it was Lucas going, no, this is my movie. It's
3: why it's up there when people actually look back at the original Star Wars trilogy. It's like, you know, his wife basically reined him in on every stupid idea he had, right? It's like, but what? then he divorced her. Yeah. Back and, you know, and the hired Beatles a bunch album. of other
2: people that <laughs> couldn't tell him no.
3: And but... the only thing we got out of that
0: was Tiddledoom. Totally <laughs> so now we've got a new Indiana Jones after, like, shit. has it been more years between Crystal Skull and this than there was between Last Crusade and Crystal Crusade Skull? was what,
1: 89, no, uh, no, it 80 was like 91, 90, 91 I think. 91. And then... And then um, Kingdom was two thousand eight. Yeah, and, and I think then everybody in the world went. This was another like yeah ten years. The
0: man is like even when they started filming was like seventy eight, and it was
2: like you're seventy eight years
0: old. How are you gonna? You're gonna kill Harrison Ford, and they and almost he did. He got
2: he got more broken bones and. Same on Force Awakens. Every movie, Harrison Ford
1: hurts himself. Here's the best thing. He got a lot of those broken bones because he kept crashing planes.
2: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, he kind of did that on his off days. But really, the Dial of Destiny, look, I'm sorry, I hate to spoil this, but the Dial of Destiny is really just a reference to a bar of soap he slips on in the shower. (laughs) Which, at his age, is really the most likely thing to hurt. I thought it was the (laughs)
1: dial on the phone because he needed to call 911.
0: (laughs) No, it's, it's, it's not even really the name of this film,
2: right? Because...
0: The necessity of filming with a you know 79 some year old man here is that we're using deep fake technology, it's the deep fake of destiny. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, like, and, it's like, it, like yes, the first 20 minutes of Dal Destiny is you know, they everyone's like, oh, well, he's de aged, he's not de aged, it's that's Indiana foe, That's never him, that's Indiana foe in the, actor.
1: the valley of uncanny. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, all, it's all his voice, that's the only real yeah, thing. That's
3: right. the gr
0: voice in, and that's about which I will him. say
3: that. First intro segment is honestly a pretty good action scene where it's like, if only you made this movie where you could have actually done this, I would have loved this movie. No, I mean, it's,
0: it I is. I couldn't get past
1: this face to it's be honest. A,
0: it's a solidly conceived of
3: initial action
0: scene. No question at all. It also reminds me of, Uh, the beginning of uh, 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 Last Crusade, which is also a train sequence.
2: But that's also always been in all of the indie films because they were trying to basically recreate the formula for the Bond films, which is you start off with an adventure, a little mini-adventure, then you get the credit sequence, and then you get to the story proper. Yes, it looks weird. It's better than it's ever been done before, but it still looks weird the more you see it. The one advantage it has is that we do remind ourselves like, oh, this is what Harrison Ford looked like back in his prime. And then you cut to him as an old man. I think you kind of have to have that right up front going, here's what how he started. Here's how he is now. Just to remind people and of how many years it, have gone by. And yeah. they shot
3: it uh, as a night scene, which is the only way you can really pull off a deep fake that heavy where it doesn't look like uh, was a Tarkin in uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I love. I Tarkin loved, or Leia, or Leia, okay, yeah, or L- definitely say, I, Leia. I, I Jesus Christ, I loved the rest of that movie, but those deepfakes were harsh.
0: No, and that technology's <laughs> been moving extremely fast. Yes, terrifyingly. Uh, and honestly, ninety so. percent of the time, I it looked completely convincing to me.
1: I had the like, exact opposite thing, though. To really? be honest, I kept it, it was jarring to me the whole fucking I time. I thought it
3: looked really fine. Like,
1: I was constantly just like. Stop fucking keeping it on his face. It, I keep it, seeing the seams. It looked fine until he started moving.
2: It was like if it, you kind of just was in a static shot, it seemed okay. But once the eyes started moving, and once you start seeing him interact with the environment, me. yeah, no, I didn't yeah. Know. no, it doesn't bother me. It's just. It's there. It got I better once you got the hat on not there.
1: because there was less to deepfake on him at okay, that Okay, I
0: mean, there's a lot of choices in this film where like that opening sequence is almost entirely very dark and it's a long sequence, long. Uh, yeah. but it's pretty dark. And obviously it has to be to some extent because not only are we deepfaking here, but we're also de-aging. So, yes, but look. This deep fake goes on through the entire film. Make no mistake. There are so many sequences in this film where you're like, that's definitely not Harrison Ford doing that. 100%. There's a lot of digital doubles. Yeah.
2: Uh, You know, if you go back to the original Raiders of the Lost Ark, you can see there's lots of stuntmen in there. Oh, yeah. He doesn't do everything, but he could do a lot of it. Actually, I disagree with you.
0: I have... I've read a hundred times the only stunt he did not do in Raiders of the Lost Ark was climbing under the truck. The
2: only one. There's other long shots that I I doubt that. But to to your point. For stunts. for, For the stunts. But to your point, in this movie, there is a moment where Harrison Ford, all 78 years old of him, is running up to a police horse. He turns around, he sees the bad guys pursuing. We cut back, he's on the horse. Yeah. They cut around it because nobody wants to watch an old man slowly try to pull himself up onto a horse.
0: Yeah. It worked for Taken 3. <laughs> I mean, there and there are moments in here where he has to do the thing where pivot and start to run. And then you're clear with a shot that somebody else is running. But even that watching him start to run. I mean, like, I'm a guy with rheumatoid arthritis. Yes. I know what it's like when you're in pain and trying to run. And that's what's happening. And you're like, his, going, that guy did not break
3: into his sprint. I mean, no. like, I get it. but He broke something. That, none yeah. of that honestly, like, jarred me out of it. Like, I, yes, you can notice if you're looking for it. But I'm just like, look, I feel like they're actually drawing me in because... I will say above anything else, what they do better than Crystal Skull is they actually have a narrative that actually pulls you in for the most part. No. Whereas Crystal Skull, I'm like, you had no idea what you were doing from next shot to next shot, did you? Yeah, I, I, the main I,
1: thing I, I will say about this one is it does a better job at the idea of Indiana Jones being older.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, contrast the way he's... When we first see him as a professor in the first film and like he, the whole class is full of women who are just mooning over him and then you cut forward into the future and everybody's bored it yeah. and it's kind of this poignant moment where none of these people realize just how amazing he once was oh yeah you know i mean like in this movie actively is addressing what
0: you were saying mike it yeah. was like it's really about like i am too old to still yeah.
1: be doing this there's so many moments where he's like it, you think he's gonna break out into like an action sequence and they go they just like sit your old ass down and it's <laughs> and he's a, just it's like not, okay
0: it's not a guy who's like i want one
3: more adventure he's like do I have any choice?
1: No. Yeah. Yeah,
3: (laughs) (laughs) They set the time period perfectly from the beginning too, where it's like the second they jump forward, it's like, and here's everything we can to let you know it's 1969. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's the space age now. And right. you know, he's in the past and I, the future is, is left such a good, behind. Yeah, it's the perfect, no, it's the think cowboy
2: thing? I,
0: I don't yeah. think they did the over. Look at this thing. Look at this thing Like that references that. Actually, I thought they were
3: pretty good at I'm saying back they, on that. They just showed it in a very good Broadway Maybe way it set the scene. I, I think. Well, it also sets up his,
1: his story because it's, it's. I'm going to bring up Toy Story because it's the cowboy spaceman thing. Yeah. He's the cowboy and now everybody loves space.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. And that's just it. It's that they're saying the new frontier is space, right? No, yeah. and he's still like, I don't get it, really, but like, I'm also not willing to get no argument about. It. Yeah, <laughs> like it's kind of his personality. He's like, I don't care. I'm about to retire. Like whatever. But it sets up that whole thing with everything that's going on with the space thing, and he's like,
2: I'm I've irri- seen a UFO. I'm, I'm irrelevant. Nobody <laughs> <Yeah>. cares anymore. <laughs> you
0: know? And this film is to some degree about the importance still of the past and history and understanding it to some degree. Like, I think it's a sub subtext, but it's there. Yeah. I mean, but it's there
2: to make him still relevant. Sure. And they bring in a MacGuffin because all of these movies have one. It's usually in the title, Uh, but here it is the dial of destiny. And like always, he has to find a relic, except it's one that perhaps, could change the past.
0: Uh, which is based on Archimedes Dial, which yes. is a real thing, real thing, although nowhere near the thing. No, it doing. doesn't do any I mean, it shit. is still one of the most fascinating More of an historical ar- uh, yeah. artifacts that exist. Yeah, it was a still, tool for navigation
2: and, but, like, astronomy.
0: But they still are very confused about how this came to be. Because it's the first ever real example of an analog computer. Yeah. But that outdates like predates other examples by hundreds and hundreds of years. And there's no other mid, like there's no other mid, like, uh, uh like, uh, what do you call it? Like, an,
1: it's uh, a midpoint. There's just no midpoint. mid-point. Yeah. 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 yeah there's just jump no other forward. midpoints.
0: And people are like, where the fuck did this come from? All right so that's about as much as we got there like the archimedes dial, it's actually interesting look it up on wikipedia there's a cool whole story about that but this is not really what this yeah. is no it's not it's the, the, there's this whole like thing well we should just get into first the introductions that's marco
3: hi
2: and like the movie itself we have a really long intro
0: marco should She's be in the museum
2: ugh. i should be <laughs> <laughs> then there's ben whip it good uh, what <laughs> whip it you are di- we not men <laughs> jokes? Okay. You know, Fine. are we not one of us? <laughs> and then there's spider Mike. <laughs>
1: God damn it. I'm fucking tired. Yes. <laughs> how do out of here?
0: And then me, Chris. <laughs> All right. So it's 1944. Uh, when the movie starts, it's they've de-aged him. It's the end of world war two with the allied liberation of Europe. It's a big train action scene. We see Toby Jones is a good friend of his named Baz. They're searching after not the
2: Archimedes dial, but no, in fact... The spear it, of Longinus.
0: Yeah, exactly. The Which is that, also
2: another famous relic.
0: Uh,
3: the one that pierced Christ. Yeah. You know,
2: it makes uh, you long-lasting.
3: <laughs> whereas in the porn period, he might discuss the Spear of Longinus. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Ben. We both
1: made the same joke. Sometimes, right
0: sometimes when you think of a joke, you should think about it before you say it. It has never <laughs> <sober>. stopped us. <laughs>
1: no, <it laughs> yeah, I was about to say. But we got decades on his side. Yeah, all right. So okay. That's fair enough. Did you say decades on his side?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's what you said i'll give you points for me, though. <laughs> uh but uh, on the midst of this you're like oh wait this isn't real oh wait what's this oh shit i think it's this archimedes dial thing <laughs> yeah. we should probably grab that we just give her Matt mickelson a faintly de-aged Matt mickelson
1: i didn't even know he was supposed to be de-aged <laughs>
0: it's, it's a nazi <laughs> yeah. scientist on the train or archaeologist who's like but that's the real thing that we're here for anyway upshot is obviously india escapes Flash two years and years and years and years later, it's now the 60s, uh, almost 70s. Like people, it's are 1969. Like, people are like, "Yay, space!" And he is retiring from being a teacher. Where, unlike in Raider of the Lost Ark, where girls are like flashing their eyelids at him saying, "I want to fuck you," now they're like, "I can barely stay the fuck away." Yeah, right. Because space is what's exciting. The past is not exciting. And he's no. an 80 year old man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> There's that too. Man. Yes. Stop, Calista. And we find that, like, out, you know, at the end of King uh, Crystal Skull, like, we're like, oh, he and Marion made it work. They got back together. It didn't last. Um, some shit happened with their child. And it broke their relationship together.
2: Yeah. Uh, off, I mean, that's together.
0: all we can really say about mm-hmm. it.
2: They, they don't exactly poochie them out of the story. Yeah. but
3: It's
1: pretty they, damn close, though. But they, <laughs> yeah, but it it's pays off damn close.
2: in, in yeah. one of those moments where Harrison Ford actually gets to act as Indy. And you remind, he reminds us why we love him as Indy. Because for a moment, he can be human. And it is acknowledged like... Yeah, this is this painful thing that happened to me and here I am just trying to pick up the pieces and the world's moved
3: past it. It's me. a good emotional beat when they explain what happened and I think it does well both for the character and the character he's speaking with as well as actually gives value to that last movie and being in that movie
1: because Well, it, yeah. it it's it's what James Mann Man, Mangold. Mangold. Man Gold. Who is the director
0: of this one? No, it's the director of
1: this good. one, and yeah. who it's the sort of thing that he's really good at doing. Was because yeah. he directed Logan, which is another movie about just like a older aging and the Wolverine kind of thing. He's yeah, this, yeah. He also yeah, did, did that too. With the, but they all have very similar themes in that way, and they he's able to bring in that emotion to something that most people wouldn't have been able to pull off. Um, I feel, yeah,
0: and it is really about him. Like he's kind of. if not made his peace with being the age he is, has just kind of fallen backwards into it. Like this is just, I'm still grump. I'm grumpier than I ever was because I don't like it, but it is, I've accepted it is what it is. He's turned into his dad. Lo and behold, the, daughter of Toby Jones we see in the intro- introduction sequence they're like oh she's apparently became his goddaughter who he calls uh, for reasons they never explain wombat uh like, yeah they never because do explain
2: because actually that. Phoebe Waller-Bridge poops in little cubes <laughs> <laughs> it's weird it's a little known
0: fact I thought
1: you were gonna say she just attacks but people she shows and up that she Both. shows up like I've,
0: I've followed my dad's footsteps I'm an archaeology uh, archaeology student as well I'm also a treasure hunter um they talk about the dial it there's a she's like oh well i think i can figure out where it was left or we can find the half of it because the idea is that it was split into two halves and they only ever had one half of it uh but it's not long before a combination of cia people and people who the cia don't realize are basically nazis yeah are are, are including a are now Faintly, just de- uh, like overaged, uh,
2: Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. They yeah. gave him.
0: They gave him the fucking uh, mom from Poltergeist stripe in the hair. Yeah, yeah that's pretty know. much it. She,
2: he, so, he's got a little bit of white, and that's it. And he, uh, he should be. <laughs> roughly the same age as Yeah, Indy. and despite I literally having been. his face bashed
0: in when he last saw yeah, him. Yeah, he shouldn't even have a face. He should have been, been dead. There's a big reveal where there's slowly he turns to the camera, I was waiting for like half his jaw to be yeah. gone or something. Yeah. I'm like, no, he looks totally fine. What was that all about? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you like know, remove Mad- an arm or something. Well,
2: <laughs> you paid to get Mads Mikkelsen. You don't want to cover his face That's in old true. age makeup. But yeah, he is playing exactly the kind of stock generic nazi villain you would expect a mad scientist who's looking for the dial and turns out that you know it's such a weird thing that's never really explained to my satisfaction is
3: We know that he works for NASA.
2: He put people on the moon. He's the Werner Von Braun. He's the Werner Von
3: Braun. I was going to say, yeah, there's that whole, you know, conspiracy theory that's pretty true of pretty much, yeah, we hired former Nazi rocket scientists after the war and said, help us get to the moon. We want to beat Russia. All
2: this will be explained in my children's musical, You're a Good Man, Werner Von Braun.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, ultimately, it's like, okay, he doesn't,
0: Jones doesn't want to do any of this shit, but he finds himself very quickly propelled into... Shit. Okay. First off, I'm like, well, obviously, I'm going to help my goddaughter, even though I haven't seen her in 16 years. But second, there's stuff that will slowly be revealed about the dial of destiny, as it were, or this half of it that. He's like, yeah, no one should have their hands on this. Which uh, he's never encountered that before. Um, <laughs> you know, so there's a point
2: I'd be like, maybe I'm gonna stop doing this. <laughs> no should, I know I I have it's a like, crystal skull. It, it, in every movie, someone's like, this thing will give me the power, and he's like, I don't believe any of that mm-hmm. shit. It's like, motherfucker, how much shit have you he's seen?
0: He's like
1: Scully in the X Files. Yeah. Like, come on, like, dude. There's a reasonable <laughs> explanation for shit all of do this. You have
0: to actually see before you're like, okay, maybe there's something. You held the going Holy on. Grail, dude. What like, the fuck? this uh one, like, in this one he's like i've seen some shit i can't explain and then he's like yeah it's done wrong yeah i mean it's, it's, it's,
2: it's like when they're like talking to him about uh, you know like oh space is the new frontier and he's like i don't care it's like bitch you've been to space I, yeah, I like, you have literally, literally seen a ufo <laughs> He even held I an say, alien like, artifact
3: bridge's response to him saying like well i've seen some things since i last saw you it was like it was like she goes yeah i've seen some stuff too but you know it makes you work around his money and it's like and No, seriously, I've seen
1: some shit. I've seen some fucked up shit. I've (laughs) seen Nazis melt. (laughs) All of
3: them. Before you know
0: it, they're on a uh, map with a red dot moving across an adventure, going across, trying to chase the thing that just like literally every single Indiana Jones movie I mean it's like an episode of entourage. <laughs> Indy's got the what? thing he doesn't have the okay. thing. Indy's got the thing he doesn't have the then thing. And then he has to find sense. that other <laughs> thing
3: to help him find uh, the Indy's other part. And okay. he's covered in insects. Indy's yeah. trapped and he's yeah. covered in insects. I mean we're following <laughs> it's, unlike Crystal Skull
0: which I will give the, the Crystal Skull this it was desperately trying to do something different. Yeah, yes. it just reached too far. Outside of the realms of plausibility.
2: And not far enough for it to be super, super. But
0: this is the, they're like, let's play this more safe. We want to play this more safe. It's sticking to the formula. There's a lot of awareness that there's only so many things that uh, that uh, Jones can do because he's so old. And so there's a lot of car chase type things because he gets to sit down. <laughs> yes. right? 100%. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it, It's one of those things where, again, though, you start to see some of the seams in this and how they have to cut around the fact that their star's really old. Uh, it was one of the frustrating things about, actually the most frustrating thing for me watching Crystal Skull was that it was the first film in the series to utilize CG. That doesn't bother me. I'm not a purist. But they took almost entire environments that were just in the computer with real people in it. Here, they've gotten better at the blend, but you're still trying to mask the fact that your star can't do half the stuff he used to do. And that's what you went to these movies for because Harrison Ford could really sell that. And now I feel like a lost opportunity was he should have been... You still want to see him punch guys and run around and chase cars and shit. I kind of wish he had been more like his dad in a uh, uh, Last Crusade, where yeah. he's like, "I can't do that anymore." What would my dad do? My dad would do- think this through and Honestly, find a clever solution. If they had.
0: Found someone better than Shia LaBeouf to play his son in the last yeah. one. That would have been the movie that we got. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, you should have or an Indian who's smarter character. than There's he was
2: right. before. He can't do everything he could, but all that experience, he should go. You know what? Punching everybody is probably not the way to solve and this problem. And it's too
0: bad that, like, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once didn't come out, like, two years yes. before they started filming this. Oh, Because yeah. we would have gotten would have gotten Short Round. Short yeah. round. We would have gotten Short Round as the, the character who's playing Her- Indiana Jones while Indiana
2: is playing. John I mean, Cop. it would have been Short Round coming, like, Indy, I found this thing, you know. Yeah. It, it's something like I that. I will say
3: there is a good scene where, like, they're doing... Rock climbing, they literally call it out where he's like, it's like, yeah, you haven't moved. And he's just literally bitching about all of the stuff that's ever happened to him. And it's like. No, it's true. It's amazing you still even walk to go to get your job at the and, university. And half, Jesus and half of those
2: injuries they listed are just things that Harrison Ford has done to Actually, himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 he just
1: I, got out of bed and half of that stuff I happened. crashed a plane <laughs> on a golf course. No, Harrison, that's not in the script. That's not in the script, Harrison. I was I got, doing a lot of weed. I got
3: crushed by a blast door. No, that was Star Wars. I had Stop.
1: sex with Princess Leia again, Harrison. <laughs> again. This, was, <laughs> this was
0: genuinely misogynistic scene where he's back in his house before everything takes off and he's just like... <laughs> Yes. Sucking down a bong, going, oh god, fine I mean, you know, look, it's, gives it's me the kingdom it's late of the crystal They don't have CBD you know, oil yet. If, <laughs> if that neighbor, if animals. that neighbor said,
3: "Mr. Jones, you went to space and handed him a bong," I would have found it the best scene in the movie. Yeah, that was the least <laughs> realistic part. where His, <laughs> that neighbor, would have been funny his teenage chef.
2: neighbors are smoking pot and. He's pissed off about it rather than, you know, just walking in going, hey, can I smoke some of that with you? You like my earring?
3: (laughs) Like, I think a
0: lot of this is really playing it very safe as much as they can. It's super safe. for the sake of Harrison Ford as an actor not dying, (laughs) but, like, just in terms of the the fourth film went too far. This is trying to pull back, and I think they actually overall do a really good job of going... We're calling back, but we're not doing it in the way that we're beating over the head with it. Like, there's, like, snakes, but it's not snakes, it's eels. And they're like, it's a funny bit, but they don't have to drive it into the ground. Yeah, sure. Right? Like, there's stuff like that where I'm like, okay, this is, like, they're all the stuff you kind of like, oh, I like being reminded of these things, but it doesn't go overboard with it. It's just enough. But when you look at it from a script writing point of view, almost everything in this is a sort of con contextual like mixture of things before. Even Phoebe waller Bridge, who I feel like is a mixture of Kate Capshaw and the Nazi chick from uh, uh Yeah, she's a um, little Elsa? bit of
2: Elsa Elsa. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Which is another smart thing where it's like you don't need another you do not need another uh, uh Which, by the way, that's not a spoiler.
0: Him. She's a Nazi, because she is not. No, no,
2: we're, no we're, well, we're talking about... We're talking about uh, I was about uh, to say, Last Crusade. Last we're spoiling Last Crusade now? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, I'm sorry we spoiled this decade. No, no, no I meant Phoebe Waller-Bridge. <laughs> yes, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. No, she's I'm not a I'm trying to say she's not a Nazi. She's Though not a Nazi yeah, in yeah. this film.
0: I'm just saying in the sense that she's untrustworthy. And she's
2: another fellow, you know, not archaeologist and searcher. Adventurer. That's one interesting thing, because she sells him on this story about like why we need to get this... And it turns out, again, for reasons that aren't entirely clear, she's like, "Well, I just need money because I have a lot of debts." And I'm like, "You know how much money? Do you, how much money do you owe? Jesus I, Christ! Small yes, children are expensive." I was <laughs> going to say that's my.
3: I'm with Marcos. My my biggest complaint about her character is it's just really uneven because it's like. Oh. How much money do you owe? It's really hard to track anyone down in 1969 when you're globe like this, anyway. So who the fuck's after? Yeah, like you? apparently
2: everybody who's after her is in Morocco. So don't go and, to Morocco. And it's just well, like in it the also... imbalance
3: about why she and Indy lost touch. Because clearly he was while Indy was still having a pretty good family life, so it wasn't like he was leaving because of that. And then there's uh, so much. There's just so much disconnect with her character. No, they
0: they, they explained it in the sense that Toby Indy uh, Toby Jones' character Indy felt. Baz had gone off the rails and he was like, I'm honestly, I don't think I can, I can't comfort you with your th- crazy theories about this because well, his theories about the dial of destiny, which of course turn out to be true, of
1: course, um, eh,
0: are, true. are like really fucking crazy, even for Indiana Jones. Which
1: again, why, <laughs> Indy? Again, why? But uh,
3: the, the, uh, because he was trying to I'm... raise mutt of all people. That That's God. true.
1: But the other the other issue I had with her is that you never really get a hundred percent what her motivations yes, are. my point. Because yeah. there's so many hints. Because you didn't get to this other part where there's so many hints that to so like, why did you want the dial of destiny so badly? Like, that they keep hinting at. And then they never say anything about it.
2: No, I mean, I really have to... He even says, like, nobody goes through all of this effort and, you know, memorizes all of her father's notebooks just for money. Yeah. But still, all she ever does is, like, as soon as she gets it, she's turning around and trying to sell it. I felt it was an uncomfortable compromise
0: of saving her character and making her redeemable where there's no middle part. Mm -hmm. To get from, like, she's Belloc... But you have to work with her because she's—he's one of your good friend's I- daughters—to. Okay, well, maybe you haven't acknowledged the fact that you genuinely love your father and this means something to you. I didn't feel like that connection ever really happened. It never comes, really happens. Which is a shame, because this movie's strongest parts are its emotional connections to the original series. And because of Belloc being, and I kept thinking of Belloc with what they were doing with their character, going, I felt like there should have been more of a way that I directly was thinking of that in relation to her character. And jones having initially at one point before raiders respect for that person as an archaeologist and going mm-hmm. what happened to you yeah i mean and belloc you know? even says
2: it's like i'm the dark side of you yeah. I, i'm just that version of you that loves history wants to find they this never stuff found wants way. to make money they and they don't do it they
0: never found a way to make that work in the story but they constantly made you expect it to what, work yeah what i think just is
3: jump to the next what point. i see that what they should have done or could have done more of their character is steered more towards being like a nathan drake
1: because yeah, nathan Drake is worked.
3: fully a archaeologist you know history nerd but he is also a guy who's out there to try to make a buck because yes. that's what he does well, but it's like but in the his end he's job like, is expensive but in the end <laughs> and then in the end he's like all right i'm gonna do the right thing every time because i am a good guy but damn it i don't want to do the right thing i just want to find the thing and it's like they could have steered her more towards that especially if they want to try to continue the franchise in any way where it's just her right. and it's like that's where they should have steered it because it's still in the end. I feel like we get an uneven read of her character yeah, by agree. the end. And, and honestly,
2: if you could acquire all the pieces to the Dial of Destiny, would you really turn around and sell it for? I mean, if money is all you want and knowing what the Dial's powers are you don't need to sell that thing for no, cash. No, no. It, It's really kind of short-sighted on her or part.
0: Or as well as going like, maybe like the real key here is that neither one of these characters is addicted to the money or the fame or prestige or the or the just going the right thing. They're addicted to the adrenaline. Uh, the mean, real Dial destiny was
1: the Friends we made along with. <laughs> the <way.
0: laughs> they're never really addressed that in this series, but I always feel it. It's like, no, your problem is that you haven't accepted. The thing is you love the experience the end result is not as important to
2: you well i mean we do get a moment towards the end where you get to see a little bit of indy's love for history oh yeah just just the pure love of which it, is an absurd which,
0: sequence but because
2: of that but it kind of goes for broke and he sells like, the whole thing and, and also sells, the killing of nazis but, but, in that it, scene too. but <laughs> also <laughs> that is him as his father he's his dad in yeah. that moment he's just like I've just lost in history. I just uh, want to know. i raised my umbrella on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I wanted to see more of those moments where he could let that inner Sean Connery out and go, I don't have to punch every guy in the face, but I'm smart and I know my shit and I can get out of this situation using just my God wits. I don't have to go and watch The
1: Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. I I'm going to watch me. the entire Jesus fucking Christ. thing eventually. I mean, the thing is, uh,
2: there's never, in my opinion, there's never been a bad Indiana Jones film. Some are better than others. Yeah. Some are great. The thing is, like even the weakest Jones film, if you put it in another franchise, you'd go, that's a pretty good entry in that franchise. Yeah. It only suffers because Raiders of the Lost Ark is kind of perfect. And, and, yeah, in yeah,
0: and the perspective of the whole.
2: Yeah. But why don't you keep going with your final thoughts on that note? I mean, I already told you, I, I kind of view these in release order as my favorites, uh, with obviously Raiders being the one. And if you asked me a day ago how I thought it was going to be, I'd say it's probably going to hold. It's probably going to be the fifth film is the fifth one ranked, but right now it's kind of neck and neck with, uh, crystal skull for me. Uh, crystal skull does some things better. This movie does some things better than crystal skull did. So even though it's the lesser film of the series, it's still pretty good. I I was satisfied. I think some people will find this anti anticlimactic, but I found it fitting for this character because you just wanted some closure with him. This is the end of an era. It is the last Indiana Jones film with Harrison Ford. It is the last time he is going to top line a movie name above
1: the title blockbuster. Wait,
0: has he sold his license or his uh, appearance rights yet, though? He
2: has no, insisted that no one else will play this role other than him. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, he
1: has insisted that immensely. He has
2: insisted, which means like 10 minutes after he's dead, Disney's going to get on the phone and go, how can we bring, how can we reboot this series? Yeah. But for now, it is this really kind of special little series that has only had one guy in, t- in all of it. And I'm so glad that he's gotten a chance to take that character out on his own terms. And I wish we had more, but I'm happy with what I got, even if it's not as good as some of the things that came before. It's
0: one of those, like, if y'all had just gotten your
2: shit together, we could add like seven or eight of these things. <coughs> yeah, and, right.
0: and, and a lot of them in the prime of his life. Exactly. This know? is...
2: This is, you know, yeah, this is like senior favorite band, but, you know, they can't hit the high notes anymore. Yeah. You know, you should have been there, and it's too bad we didn't get more gigs or more records out of them. Anyway, uh, I'm going to have to give this six and a half out of ten Eureka moments. <laughs> uh, Benjamin?
3: So, yeah, I'm a bit of a remark in that I think this is heads above uh, Crystal Skull. I really do. I think it's... It's structurally more sound narratively, yeah, it plays it safe, but because it plays it safe, it actually gets the notes of the character and the timetables and the time, you know, everything's more correct. Like you think about we've discussed this many times, I'm sure, on a gathering and many other things. If you want to listen back to all of our stuff, like the biggest problem with Crystal Skull is they wanted to be Pulp in 50s, and they didn't find the way to line it up with who Indiana Jones was in Indiana Jones stories. This is, yeah, it's as Mike said, it's very much like the you know Woody versus buzz thing, and it's playing it up as like, yeah, he's way past his prime as opposed to as opposed to Woody, he knows that, and he doesn't give a shit, he's just stuck in it, and part of that just works because it it fits with Indiana Jones, it actually pulls up the history stuff, you know, yes, falling back to Nazis was the safer bet than have him fight anyone else, but still, it's like. I'm not ever going to complain to see Indiana Jones punch a Nazi or call somebody a Nazi angrily as he th- lashes a whip it's around. It's so played great.
2: out. It's not like there's Nazis anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, clearly he won.
3: Yeah. <laughs> only, there's only Illinois Nazis.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Illinois Nazis. Can we bring the Lost Ark to Illinois and just go, it's y'all's, guys. Do what you want. <laughs> Do what you need.
1: I just,
2: just want, to, I just want it, a though. line of people holding Tiki torches and polo shirts <laughs> and red dragon or, you know, white dragon outfits or whatever they call it. And just a line in front of Harrison Ford. It's like, come a, come over here, son. Punch. Next. Punch. Next. Just have Indiana Jones punch Nazis out That's of existence one at That's actually the last Indiana time. Jones
3: movie I want. It's just that.
2: But it's a conveyor <laughs> belt. Indiana Jones with the conveyor belt of punchable Nazis. He's still but, sitting,
3: uh, down, and, like,
2: <laughs> no. sitting down, though.
3: He's sitting down. I got through to that. So I was like, that's the easiest joke to make on that. I will say, besides the other complaints that I've had about how uh, Waller Bridges' character just feels uneven throughout, the only other thing is, like, there's almost too much that they've put up the circumstance. Like, one of my least favorite moments in this movie is, like, there's a point where they're sailing away from the bad guy, and the bad guy's watching them with binoculars just so five minutes later you can go, like... Hmm, they're headed east like... You're in the middle of the goddamn and C. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You could which... be going any number yeah. of places. They're going to a Jeff reports
0: nearest by. What the fuck does East Madden bring Isn't now? it how weird how incompetent Madden Mickelson is as an archaeologist? I mean, they call him out on it. Well, they I say know. he's a mathematician. He, he's a mathematician. Yeah, he's a mathematician. Yeah. mathematician. Yeah. Like, he's not good at this. He was a literal <laughs> rocket
3: scientist. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's <laughs> not good at this job, and yet when they, the plot needs him to, he instantly knows what's happening. He,
3: yeah.
2: he, he's a very committed amateur.
0: So I was going to say,
3: yeah, yeah, like that type of happenstance happens a few times in this movie and it doesn't help that also other parts especially towards the beginning just feel weirdly paced especially after that huge great fight scene like say what you will about every Indiana jones starting with a great action scene and a great separate story the scenes when it's then like yeah him at the university it's like five minutes and then some guy in a white suit comes by and says well mr jones i'd like to get your opinion on this ancient artifact that's going to kill me later in the movie (laughs) so yeah it's 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 a little bit too long. It's a little bit too disjointed, but God damn, is it a good time? Like turn off your brain. Don't look for the seams in Harrison Ford's de-aging. Oh my God. Don't,
0: don't say turn off your brain. I fucking hate that expression. True. Turn, <laughs>
3: turn off your overanalyzing of the CGI. Suspend your disbelief. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. That's do those better. things. Enjoy that Harrison Ford basically said, no, I don't want to play Han Solo anymore, but sure, I'll play Indiana Jones again any day. That's what he fucking wanted to do. And he goes out on his terms like Marco said. I really enjoy it for that. I enjoyed it a lot more the Crystal Skull, and I don't hate Crystal Skull either. I just think it's meh. So I am going to give this seven and a half out of ten. Uh, One legged divers, spider Mike. <laughs>
1: um, Indiana Jones is, is a very special place in my heart, like immensely. I, I've read so many of the comics that they're based on that character. Played a lot of the games that they're based on that character. I own many fedoras. <laughs> not of the, that many, not the to years, mention I've many indie-themed shirts. Yes, a lot of Indiana Jones things. He is one of my all-time favorite characters, and it's the reason the Enchanted series worked for me the way it did. And if watching this movie was was interesting, is really the only way I can put it, because I agree with a lot of what everybody said. King of the Crystal Skull, I skipped school to go watch that movie when I was in high school. And so when watching this, I was just... I was kind of brought back to that, that sort of idea of loving this character again. But the reason I like it more than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is that it's consistently good the whole way through. The only issue it has is it doesn't have the highs the original trilogy has. There's never a moment where I'm like, I remember when this specific stunt happens. Because you can say that about every one of those movies. Yeah. I can say that it, the Raiders with the truck. I can say it with Temple Doom with the bridge. I can say it with Last Crusade with the tank sequence. I can say I, I can even say it somewhat with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when he when he's having that like action sequence in the beginning with all the inside of the, the area 51 oh, area yeah area 51 when now. he's like that sequence, sequence is fantastic I love that fucking yeah, how even the that yeah that one that one sequence is great the one in the college this one doesn't really have that moment I can't I, like the closest is the sequence with the little motorcycle things but the you're like, but you're so deeply aware of the fact that he's not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Like even during those moments, he's not even really like the fighting, fighting during it. He just, he actually doesn't want to be there, and I mean that as the character, not like Harrison Ford himself. No, he
0: actively was. He's the guy who got this ma- movie made. Yeah, yeah, like, no, Harrison never Ford. Yeah, without Harrison Ford going, this is the last thing I want to do. Please let me do it.
1: No, because that, well, that's what I found was interesting about it more than I did Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is the fact that he's only doing it because he feels like he has to. And Cause of all the other ones he's like, Oh, I'm super gung ho about going after every one of these things. Or this one, he's like, I just want to fucking go home. Yeah. I really like my legs hurt. Like I just want to fucking take and a he's bath.
0: A, he's a sad character. He's been separated from his wife. Yeah. He's like, what do I have to live for? It's that, anymore? it's that
1: broken. It's that movie. It's like John Wayne's final film. Oh, uh, The Shootist. The Shootist, where it's just you're watching a guy at the end of his, way past his prime, and you're just like, and there's something fascinating about that. And James Mangold does a really good job with it. And I just, I couldn't help but still like the movie, but I can't really say it's that amazing either. Even this, Even though this is the final John Williams score, I couldn't tell you anything that was memorable in it. No. I
2: had the exact same... Yeah. I
1: really. even sat to watch the credits to hear the last of the songs. And I'm like, there's still nothing memorable throughout yeah. this. And even the credits, other than the original the themes that he has, because yeah. he still uses, you know, the, the original theme, dun, dun, dun,
2: dun.
0: the but same there's with no new
1: themes. some Nazis theme kind yeah. of thing. But yeah. the, it's, the, it's not like a, all the new themes aren't interesting. because They were there, but we have no but idea I, what they are.
2: <laughs> I listened to Helena's theme and it's very lovely. It's very sweet. I have forgot it the second it stopped. I mean playing. the last
0: really interesting thing he did was probably the in Force Awakens. Yeah. I thought he was
1: great at Force Awakens. But and and but I digress. Um by the time the movie was done, I felt I was happy with where it ended. And it was and unlike the la- in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I felt like there was nowhere to go from here. Like it was the first time I it was the first time I watched one of these like sequel movies where I was like, You're done. There's nowhere to go from here, and I for, and honestly, I'm actually legitimately happy about that.
2: Yeah,
1: and I will have to give it seven out of ten subway horses.
0: As somebody who's much older than you guys, not Marco. I mean, I'm only slightly older. I've got <laughs> although he looks older, but I still, look older. <laughs> uh, I it's the mileage. That's because I act more
2: mature. <laughs> this
0: this movie made me go like I thought. I think there were thirty times in this movie I went. It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. You know? I'm just like, I felt old watching this movie. I'm like, I've watched them kill all the major characters I grew up with in Star Wars. I'm watching, i watched the final goodbye of all my next generation Star yeah. Trek guys. And I've watched most of the original Star Trek guys die. Now I'm seeing the final farewell of all these Indiana Jones characters. It's like the universe going... Up it up,
1: Chris. Yeah. All your <laughs> heroes you feel, are dead. It
0: made me feel old and tired watching this. It's and that not, SpongeBob
1: mean and a SpongeBob meme with the fucking coffin. Uh, Get uh, in.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And that's even before Harrison Ford gets all I'm too sexy for this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I think ultimately this is a better made film than Crystal Skull on many different levels. But Crystal Skull, I. A lot of the stuff people complain about, I'm like, at least they were trying to break the formula. And there's some nice stuff. I love the idea of the, it being an alien thing instead of a religious thing. I was like, oh, cool. This also is not going with a religious thing. It's going with something else as well. Although it is equally wonky in many ways. Uh, I James Mangold is no Steven Spielberg, right? No. End of story. James Mangold is the guy who makes movie after movie that, like, yeah, it's good. But I I I know people love Logan, but I'm still a movie I'm like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I don't think he's ever made a great movie. He's a very
1: good craftsman. He's like-
2: a reliable Good craft. He's an all-rounder, and you know I what? I love that not Chris looked people... at me
1: <laughs> when he said the Logan thing expecting me to fight him on it, and I was just like, I'm too tired for this shit. I'll fight you on it later, and I fucking can... don't have time he's for like, that. Like, I'm too old for this shit. it's a
0: good movie. Yeah, it's he's just solid. not a great movie, and I think that that's his whole career. He makes good after good after good movie. He's reliably good, but Spielberg's one of the all-time legends, and when I'm watching the action scenes in this film, I go... You don't know how to shoot these scenes. Like you're doing them possibly good, but Spielberg would have done this great and would have made there not a moment that you didn't understand exactly the passage of the way things were working out. The the you know, each movement that's happening, you would have had more impact more feeling of what happened. There are scenes in here I'm like, I don't even, I get the gist but I don't really, I didn't really follow exactly what happened there because it's not Spielberg it's Mangold. And I felt like that was something I kept thinking of through this I got over the whole like yes, it's clearly not Harrison Ford through a lot of this. It's just deep fake things. And I think the technology is fantastic. It's come a long way. I was joking in the beginning of this review. It's the the, the, the deep fake of destiny, but it's more like the demo of deep fake. Yeah. You know, it's like, Hey guys, look what we can do now.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's past beta testing, but yeah, it's still got a ways to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty goddamn good at this point, And this movie proves it's pretty goddamn good. At this yeah. Point. Does it though? Yeah, I, I do. I, I <laughs> agree. really felt that you it guys did. need to
1: get your eyes checked. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, thought it, I thought
0: it looked pretty goddamn good.
1: It looked like
2: uh, a great video game cutscene. I can't that's what wait I to
0: play thinking. it. <laughs> I, Ultimately thought this movie is, it's just fine. I go, I had fun watching it. There are points. I felt its length. Uh, I'm, a, it made me feel tired because not because of the length, but because God damn Harrison Ford looks like he's suffering through every shot of this fucking film. Uh, I was not totally on board with the, uh, was there Phoebe Waller? B- Phoebe Waller, Waller Bridge. Bridge yeah. I just not totally sold on her in this film. Like I know everybody loves her. I have not watched Fleabag, so maybe that's my my mixing point. I was like, I don't really like you that much in this movie. I wish it would, they had cast with someone else. And I kind of wish there was more Sala, who also made me feel old, because Jesus Holy fucking Holy fuck, Christ. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, ultimately, this is another entry of the Raid of the Lost Ark series that you're going to go... I'm going of course I'm going to watch this again. It's fine. I had a good time with it. It made me at points feel thrilled. It didn't do anything that really broke the formula. I mean, in fact, it really is just the if Indiana Jones was never involved, the bad guys still would have lost. Like almost yeah. every Indiana Jones. Pretty much. Movie. This one is so much <laughs> worse
1: about it, though. Like because the other ones I can make an argument for, I can't yeah. for this one.
0: Yeah. No, I mean they're Raiders of the Lost Ark. They definitely would have lost. Yeah, because yeah. Belinda's oh. not- Last Crusade. Yeah. They definitely would have lost Temple of Doom.
2: No, they needed. He needed to do. Look,
0: I, mean, that, I would say that's the one he thing has
2: to, He, he has genuinely to saves the village. Well, that's the, because, uh, but that's the, the thing
3: on like, the other side of the. River. I can
1: make. I can make arguments for Raiders, and I can make arguments for Last Crusade. I literally can't make jack shit for no, this movie not, for him they, doing they, it.
0: Literally, if he had just never gotten involved, it would have ended the same way. Well, it would have ended even, I think, I, funnier.
2: No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but again he doesn't know that he's yeah. just like, if the Nazis get this yeah. bad shit's going to happen, uh, you know, and that's fine. Whatever. That's a trope the of the If the Nazis, Nazis
0: series. get anything
3: bad shit's going to happen. That's, that's a trope of anything. the series, but yeah, I think we've exactly.
0: seen
2: enough of them now that it just kind of also made me I mean, feel a little yeah. tired. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it, like, anything. The Nazis, I mean, the Nazis get a Netflix account. I mean, it doesn't uh, matter. It's like, you yeah. Know, Indiana Hitler Jones gets and, a Tesla
0: <laughs> all, the gonna stop him from
2: getting the Tesla. It's
0: Indiana Jones and the canceling of the Netflix password. Okay. I mean, whatever. I, I think this is fine, but I'm. it's going to be a while before I rewatch it. I, yeah. I will rewatch it, but, you know, I'm yeah. glad it's wrapping up. I'm glad this is it. I kind of wish they had ended it with the last one, but here we go. Uh, I kind of wish they had ended it with the Last Crusade, which is a perfect ending. It's a, it's yes. a yes. solid ending. Uh, but anyway, here we are, and I think you should still, if you are a diehard Indiana Jones fan, you should probably give it a try. Uh, I'm going to give it six and a half, like Marco did, out of ten... Um, lines that Antonio Banderas didn't get. (laughs) Because what, does he speak like three sentences in this whole movie? (laughs) He
1: he He speaks a lot, but it's all like just gibberish. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's mostly just like diving terms and then that's like the most of it. And he
3: teaches the young boy how to swim just by telling him without showing him anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's got like at least five or six lines I can remember. For
3: the first film in a
0: long time I can remember where Antonio Banderas had, there was no... Charisma, and they didn't even try to give him no, no. I mean, Uh, it was literally they
2: could have hired anybody. But hey, if if somebody calls you up and says, "Would you like to go and spend a weekend in the Aegean on a boat with Harrison Ford?" You go, fuck yeah, because you know he's bringing the good weed.
3: (laughs) I would
0: have said, "Wait, are there sharks? (laughs) No, there's eels.
3: No, eels. Fuck that shit. They're like water snakes." Absolutely ribbon.